are you and what are you doing here? Hi, everybody. Well, what are we waiting for? This is fantastic. Hello, hello, hello. This will only hurt for 22 minutes. It's very early. I may have to hurt you. Call me in five minutes. This is something that is treatable. This is something that is fixable. Hey, this is not a test. Oh, my God, it's early. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Well, I think that about sums it up. The thinking impaired, then. That's me to a T. How you doing? Thursday morning, January 6th. My name is Mike. This is the FBTV podcast 2022. <laughs> now we got a new thing going on. You've listened to the uh, podcast prior. Well, we did one Tuesday with the new uh, format, so should be kind of new to you. How are you doing this morning? Did you get caught out there on I-95? Man, what a mess that was, huh? I mean, for crying out loud, people in their cars all night. Some people got out of their cars, kind of got panicked, I guess, took off walking. Anyway, not what you want to do. And uh, that's just the, uh, hopefully it won't be a winter like we had last year. Man, last year, uh, now I'm in Arkansas, and last year that temperature dropped to a temperature reading this I'm not talking wind chill but I remember waking up one morning and it was like nine below zero that's that's uh not norm for my neck of the woods a lot of things going on today going to be talking about Skype yes I told you the other day Skype is uh, something coming uh, in the future and we've got it set up uh, I'm going to be telling you about that Uh, Morning Coffee returns if you were a fan of Morning Coffee on the FBTV radio. Matter of fact, we did a Morning Coffee podcast for a while. We took it from the radio or the radio, or did we do it for the radio and just made it a podcast? I don't remember. But uh, Morning Coffee is returning to the FBTV podcast. We'll be doing that later on today. Got a new impossible question. What else? I got some recalls here. Uh, Other things going on. Yeah, but yes, stuff to talk about. Mexico's going to stop exporting oil next year. Too simple. They made their first successful. What am I doing here? Hold on a minute. I get it. I'm, I'm lo- working on the microphone, and it looks like a hair. I know that sounds gross, don't it? But uh, there's a hair caught up in the, uh, in the uh, shock mount of the microphone, I guess. Probably my hair or somebody's hair. Got uh, pulled out a little bit. Anyway, neither here nor there. But two simple logged their first no human road test with a big truck here the other day. We're going to be talking about that. Don't get too excited. I'm not. You know, if you're a driver thinking, oh man, uh, autonomous trucks, nah. Yeah, it's 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 a fad. It's the uh, flavor of the month right now. But I see it having some. Maybe some uses, but it's going to be too cost prohibitive. I, I don't think we're going to have to, you know, uh, I think the consumer is going to be the one that actually makes the decision. And they're so far removed away from trucking. I'm talking about the people that buy the products that those trucks will deliver. Uh, the cost for transportation will skyrocket. You know, you know what I mean? But uh, anyway, neither here nor there. We'll talk about it a little bit later. 
What uh, what do we have to talk about immediately? Something in here I saw that I thought, you know, we ought to be maybe at these recalls, huh? Let's talk about the recalls real quick. Uh, Freightliner Western Star recalls a few thousand trucks of various makes and models are part of Dommler Trucks North American recall dealing with the fuel injection system. Dommler Trucks recall affects Freightliner and Western Star trucks with model years ranging from 2020 to 2022. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration fuel tubes between the fuel rail and the injectors for cylinders 4, 5, and 6 may fatigue and crack, which could result in a high-pressure fuel leak. A high-pressure fuel leak in the presence of an ignition source can increase the risk of fire. Always fun to know. Happy New Year. <laughs> okay, the recall affects the following Daimler trucks. Freightliners 114 SD 2019 through 2022. Cascadia 2021 through 22. Western Star 4700 uh, 20 through 22. Western Star 47X 2022 only. Western Star 49X 21 through 22. Uh, Western Star WF 110 2021 only. Western Star WJ-121, 2020 only. If you need any of that uh, info again, you can uh, call 800-547-0712. Let them know your reference number is FL-915. NHTSA's number is 21V-965. The uh, official recall begins February 10th. Dealers will replace the fuel tubes and install vibration isolators at no charge to you, obviously. But this is getting ridiculous. Every It seems like every podcast, or every time we get together, every week, there's a couple of recalls out there. That's sad. You know, a recall used to be a thing that... Uh, could actually destroy a business and anymore it's a thing that we've all gotten used to we've been desensitized is that the right word desensitized desensitive desensitized is that even a word anyway you know it just doesn't matter anymore we're used to it and it started with microsoft under windows just like now windows 11 who's downloading it for free i'm sure there are people out there that have downloaded it for free but a lot of us, we know better. Don't take the free stuff till they get the bugs worked out. Okay, another recall. Mack trucks recalled for parking brake defect. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, 21,000, nearly 21,000 trucks. Model year 2008 through 19 Terra Pro MRU and 2019-22 Terra Pro TE trucks are part of the recall. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, a worn PP1 valve, park brake control valve, exhibiting an internal leak may cause air to pass through and out the exhaust port when the uh, parking brake is applied under certain conditions. The internal leak in combination with the installation of an exhaust hose may result in back pressure sufficient to allow the parking brake to release. 
Can you imagine being in that sleeper and automatically, and all of a sudden you hear, that would freak you out, wouldn't it? <laughs> the trucks start rolling. Oh my goodness. The unexpected release of the parking brake may allow the vehicle to roll away, increasing the risk of a crash, you think? Mac going to begin notifying uh, owners of the defect around, no big deal, around February 4th. Got questions? Mac customer service phone number 800 866 1177. That's 1177. Recall number SCO 433. NHTSA's number. Recall number 21V 953. Says here Mac Trucks was first notified of an incident involving Tura Pro Truck in May 2019, almost two years ago, three years ago almost. Prompting an investigation, NHTSA launched a preliminary evaluation to further investigate the issue in 2020, April of 2020. In August, Mack received notice of another incident involving a TerraPro truck. A defect report was submitted to the NHTSA about a month ago on the 9th. So, way to start off 2022, right? All right, what's, what else is going on? Well, it's January 6th, and today, if you were wondering, today is Take Down the Christmas Tree Day. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to a friend the other day uh, about Christmas trees, decorations, you know, and I, I, I smarted off and said, yeah, we didn't put a lot of decorations up, you know. The, the less decorations, the quicker they come down. And that was true for me this year. The decorations were down before New Year's Day. It's the houses with tons of decorations. March, April. <laughs> it's just hard to get motivated to take those things down uh, in the winter months. You know, going into Christmas, around Thanksgiving, when we start putting them up, it's still, you know, part of the country, you're not freezing yet. And they uh, were to put them up. But man, once it gets cold, it's just hard to get motivated to take those things down. So we have a an official day. This is officially Take Down the Christmas Tree Day. It's also Apple Tree Day and also Bean Day. And I have some pinto beans I have cooking as we speak. Got that crock pot going. All right, take your pick, though. Hey, you've got questions, comments, messages, uh, feel free to uh, contact me. Matter of fact, if I am not mistaken, we've got a Q&A. Yeah, there it is. Let me open this puppy up and we'll get to that here. This just came in while ago, but we'll talk about that today, too. All right, another uh, pressing issue before we get too far down the road here today is, uh, hey, you got an ELD still on the 3G network. You you need to uh, start thinking about that. 3G network, it's uh, going away. Sun setting, as they call it, the sun is going to set on the 3G cell phone network. So according to the FMCSA, the schedule for complete 3G shutdowns, and, and we're getting into this because if you're ELD and your ELD is working with the 3G network, yeah, problems. AT&T, February 22nd, Sprint, T-Mobile, March 31st, Sprint, LTE, T-Mobile, June 30th, T-Mobile, July 1st, Verizon, December 31st. you got to get these things switched out or you're going to really have a headache. So now you know. 
All right. Now, uh, going back to what I was talking about a moment ago, if you've got questions, comments, you want to leave us a message, whatever, you've got tons of ways to do that now. Go to our website at FreightBrokerTV.com. We have a contact page. Matter of fact, the videos we have posted there, uh, generally they have uh, contact forms as well. But you can fill out the form, submit it. It will come to us, and I will be happy, happy, happy to uh, answer your questions during the podcast. Sometimes even respond to the email. One came in today from Joanna. Says, hey, Mike, I'm a new freight broker. I need some help. I need help uh, with shipper packets and carrier packets. Uh, my question is, can you help me get that? Well, yeah, Joanna. Uh, if you're a freight broker, you should have all those documents readily available to you. Uh, pretty much your shipper packet, at bare minimum, it's going to be a copy of your authority, your bond, uh, completed W-9. And if you have any insurance, you know, like contention cargo, general liability, you have an insurance cord, whatever, you want to include that in your shipper packet as well. Pretty good idea to include a cover page. I call it a cover page, but it's going to have all your direct contact information on that now. Carrier packet's going to be pretty similar, except if you have any insurance whatsoever, you will not include that in the package you send the carriers. However, uh, the main difference is going to be uh, no insurance, but you will want the broker-carrier agreement included in the uh, carrier packet. Now, that broker-carrier agreement, that's going to be the contract between you and the trucking company. It's going to be the, 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 the base contract. When you do a low confirmation with a trucking company, that uh, low confirmation is going to become part of of that uh, broker-carrier agreement. Matter of fact, the legal terminology for the broker-carrier agreement is known as the uh, continuing contract because it's continuing every time they move a load for you. So you may be asking, where do I get these? How do I get a uh, contract? Do a search on the Internet. There's plenty of them. Uh, what a lot of brokers do, not saying if it's right or wrong, but they will... Uh, get uh, quite a few of these uh, different broker-carrier agreements and create their own, okay? You know, just uh, however they want to do it. Go from there with it. But that, that's pretty much it. Uh, I will tell you, Joanna, if you'd like to talk to me about this further, yeah, call me at Taltoa. Be happy to work with you. Taltoa, matter of fact, for those of you who don't know, I am the lead consultant at Taltoa been there since its inception way back there and uh, before the turn of the century <laughs> back in the 90s uh, been here a long time uh, but Tautoa, we are a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm we consult brokers trucking companies and such all over the country uh, we train people we train brokers freight brokers uh, train people to be freight brokers either as a freight broker agent or help them uh, start their own freight brokerage but you can check us out, taltoa.com, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. And uh, Joanna, uh, feel free to call me, 479-668-0838. Or you can go to our website, obviously, taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. All right. Uh, oh, talking about comments. and uh, Joanna, I hope that helped you, but feel free to contact me like that. Now, another thing, too, uh, you can do. I was telling you the other day about Skype on Tuesday. 
We do have a Skype account now. And we have really put it there so you can call us if you have Skype. All right. FBT, just do a search uh, for FBTV on your Skype account. Just type in FBTV. And you can call us. Now, obviously, we're not going to answer the phone. <laughs> but you can leave a message. So if you want to call, leave a message, a question, comment, whatever, feel free to. Uh, keep in mind, though, that... Uh, we will probably use that audio on air as well, so not a big deal. But FBTV, if you use Skype to text us, eh, probably not going to get a response. Well, I won't say that. You may you may get a response uh, during a podcast, so keep that in mind. If you want to email me, you can do that, FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. All right, uh, fuel prices. Boy, the prices keep on going down. <laughs> yeah, diesel's down to three sixty-one, a whole point two cents per gallon. Uh, gasoline down to uh, three twenty-eight a gallon, down a whole point six cents a gallon. Now, now, did you hear me? I said point six and point two. Not a big drastic drop. Oh, gotta get this in here before we get. Uh, too far down the road today. The impossible question. See if I can do this right this time. We should have some stuff in place so I don't forget to give you the answer. 80% of kids under age 13... 80% of kids under the age of 13 only use 20 or less of these. 80% of kids under the age of 13 only use 20 or less of these. And I'm surprised it's just 13 and not 65 but anyway, 80% of kids under the age of 13 only use 20 or less of these. That is today's impossible question. I'll give you the answer before we get done today. All right. Okay, looking at spot rates from last week. Vans up 3.7%. Flatbeds up 0.3%. That's 0.3%. Reefer is uh, up 2.4%. Spot rates from last month. Van rates are up 16% from last month already, up to uh, 3.16 per mile. Flatbed up two cents per mile, up to 3.09, and refrigerated uh, rates up 25 cents per mile, up to 3.71. So now you know. We'll have these again for you next week as well. So things are looking pretty doggone good. All right. Uh, What are we doing here? Ah, birthdays. You having a birthday today? Happy birthday to you. You're a pretty good company. John of Arc, born on this day back in 1919, right? Back in 1412. 1912, Danny Thomas uh, was born. John DeLorean, 1925. Vic Tabak, he was Mel on the TV show Alice. Remember that? He had the diner, Mel's Diner. Bonnie Franklin from One Day at a Time. She was born on this date back in 1944. Mr. Bean, he was born on this date back in 1955. Today in history, George and Martha got married. I'm talking about George Washington back in 1759. Uh, 1930, the first diesel engine automobile trip is completed. George and Barbara got married on this date back in 1945. I'm talking about George and Barbara Bush, obviously. And on this date back in 1963, a lot of us are going to remember where we were on this date. <laughs> I'm 
kidding, kinda. Uh, Wild Kingdom premiered on NBC TV. Wild Kingdom with uh, Marlon Perkins and Jim Fowler. Uh, you remember the big joke was uh, Marlon Perkins always uh, talking about, okay, Jim's going to wrestle that crocodile, open its mouth, and or he's going to uh, trap that lion in that box candy. It was always Jim doing this stuff for Marlon. Jim, Jim Fowler. He, uh, he said Johnny Carson started all that. Let's listen to what he says. Johnny used to say that I was <laughs> the only guy that Marlon could find who was dumb enough to do what he said to do. Well, what happened was that format, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but when you're editing film and doing a story, you want to have one person over here doing something and one over there, then you can cut back and forth, make the whole thing fit together. But the, the producer and the editors didn't realize that they were creating a legend for the show because it looked like Johnny's the one that started all that. And Johnny used to say, then he would ask me if Marlon minded him doing that because he got a little sensitive. But Johnny was good at imitating Marlon's voice. He'd raise his voice and say, now, Jim, you go down river and wrestle the two-horned rhino in the heat while I stay back and mix martinis for the age well, the chairman of Mutual Omaha was visiting Marlin one night when that happened, and I knew Marlin was watching. And so anyway, B.J. Scott, who had an awful lot of savvy, said to Marlin, you know, when Johnny Carson kids you, that's the highest form of flattery. So Marlin was all right with that. But Johnny asked me several times if, if he thought that Marlin would be annoyed, and I said, no way. Marlin's a, a man of the world. He understands all this, and he was. He was very astute. He was a genuine uh, zoological park director. He was one of the old style. <laughs> Jim Fowler talking about uh, well, him being on Johnny Carson. How Johnny started all that stuff about uh, Marlin. You know, okay, Jim's going to be doing this. And it always seemed like that, I remember. But if, you know, I, I did a, <laughs> came across that, did a, a little search on YouTube. And yeah, you see some videos in there where uh, Marlon's out there getting his hands dirty as well. So anyway. All right. Uh, what else is going on? I hear some things you might want to know. Dion Warwick promised to retaliate against Oreo for trolling her after she towed the brand to stick to its original flavor. Yeah, they came out with some funky flavors here during the holidays, didn't they? Or a while back, I remember seeing something like that. Now, here's something. I saw the video for this, and I was going to take the sound off of it and play it for you, but you really got to watch this video. You'll find it. Just do a search. You'll be able to find a group of golfers in Australia. I think this happened on Christmas Day. Uh, they left their clubs to go uh, drive a few balls, and when they came back, they found a robber crab on one bag. And this robber crab was cutting the clubs in half using its pincher. Can you believe that? I thought that's a little wild, but uh, yeah, there's videos up there. And uh, I would not want to get my finger in one of those paws in one of their pinchers, man. It would just... Uh, Tear it up. New study says that your heart's worst enemy, your ticker, <laughs> stress. Go figure, huh? Uh, Peter Jackson's Disney Plus docu-series, The Beatles Get Back. Well, it seems it's attracting mainly older viewers. Well, go figure, you know. Go figure. Matter of fact, I, I, I uh, caught a movie here the other day. I, 
it's not independent, but it kind of caught me by surprise. It's uh, it's called Yesterday, the movie, and it's it's really it's 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 kind of a cute movie. What it is, there's a a guy in there, his name is Jack. Well, here I'll here's kind of part of the trailer. You can listen to it, see if you can figure it out, and I'll talk more about it in a moment. This was my last gig. If it has happened by now, it's like a miracle. Miracles happen. Oh. Electricity flicked off all over the world. Cheese! <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, Ellie bought you a present. All my troubles seem wow. so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Why did you write that? I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles. Who? John, Paul, George and Ringo, the Beatles. Stop it. Yesterday. It's one of the greatest songs ever written. Well, it's not Coldplay. It's not Fix You. Do you genuinely not know who the Beatles are? Genuinely. Then I'm in a really, really, really complicated situation. <laughs> Very complicated situation. Uh, anyway, it's about this fella. And uh, he's a musician. And really doesn't have anything going for his career at all. And he gets hit by a truck or something one night. The whole world loses electricity or whatever. And when he comes to him, he's the only one in the world on the planet that knows about the Beatles. Nobody's heard the Beatles songs or anything like that. And, and uh, he starts uh, writing all the Beatles songs again. But he's, he's, he's singing them and composing them. And everybody thinks he is it. And... It's it's a pretty neat movie, pretty pretty neat. I th- it, you'll enjoy it. It's kind of a you know one of those, not time travel, but you know, uh, science fiction type stuff. But it's it's pretty neat. Uh, you get a chance. Uh, yeah, it might be worth your time. A couple hours watching that movie. It's pretty cute. All right, two simple logs. First, no human road test. Woohoo! Uh, Semi truck completed an eighty mile route in Arizona. No human on board. No human invention during the intervention. Rather during the trip. Using technology developed by Too Simple. That's according to the company here a few days ago. San Diego, uh, San Diego company says it's the first successfully fully autonomous run by a Class A vehicle on open public roads with no human intervention. There's a video of this up too. And the video shows cars or you know other traffic passing this truck. And I, I would bet you a nickel to a donut that if those vehicles passing that truck with no driver on board, if they would have known there was no driver on that truck, they never would have passed it, would have never got close to it, at least if they had any common sense. Okay, so they make a big deal out of it, but uh, it's, it's not out there alone as much as you would think. A lead vehicle scouted the route for unexpected obstacles about five miles ahead of the autonomous semi. Not that autonomous anymore, is it? <laughs> a trailing vehicle followed about one half mile behind the truck was prepared to intervene if necessary. Uh, not only that, several unmarked police vehicles. Blah, blah, blah. 
Too Simple says that drivers represent about 40% of all trucking operational cost. Well, yeah. Probably. I mean, they're trying to put the driver out of business by saying, uh, the autonomous truck. To be honest with you, I think it's going to be so cost prohibitive. Yeah, it sounds pretty George Jetson, but, uh, I think it's a way to lure investors. Somebody makes a lot of money. Yeah, they're going to develop the uh, technology to where they can do it. But the first time something goes wrong, I mean, the first time you... I mean, you know how people are now with big trucks. First time something goes wrong with a big truck with no driver in it, sayonara. You know what I mean? At least I think so. But I don't know. The world's weird anymore. Now, here's something kind of strange. Uh, Mexico plans to include oil exports in 2023 as part of a strategy by the nas nationalist government of, I'll try to pronounce this, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador to reach self-sufficiency in domestic fuel markets. So, Mexico is not going to export any more oil in 2023, starting in 2023. They're going to keep it for themselves for self-sufficiency so they don't get caught up in these stupid high prices. Huh. That kind of sound familiar? Mexico first? Seems like, eh, wasn't that long ago. But anyway, we'll see how that works. Obviously, people are going to complain. Says that uh, the uh, Mexican state-owned producer known as Pemex, Pemex, will reduce crude oil exports to 435,000 barrels a day in 2022 this year before phasing out sales to clients abroad uh, in 2023. And, uh, well, self-sufficiency, going to take care of their own first. All right. Oh, remember we talked about this a while back. Talked about this around back. A company named Nicola. They were being sued because they got busted for uh, one of their electric trucks. They, uh, you ever see that movie Tucker, the Tucker, the Tucker car, where they barely had it put together for Showtime? Kind of similar deal, but they, these guys got busted. They actually tried to, uh, if I'm understanding this right, what they had done, they had put together a promotional video about their electric truck going down the highway. But uh, uh, the electric motor wasn't really <laughs> working in the truck. They just put the truck on a downhill grade to make it look like the motor was pulling it. Anyway, they got sued for that. $125 million. They're going to have to pay $125 million for misrepresenting their electric semi-truck capabilities. And it stems back to that video. But anyway. All right. Uh, told you earlier, we are bringing back morning coffee. It's something we used to do a while back. Made it into a daily morning podcast, I think. I don't remember. It's been too long ago. But uh, the morning coffee, we're going to be uh, bringing it back occasionally on the uh, FBTV podcast. Alright. Here we are in the truck stop restaurant. What it used to sound like <laughs> now we used to do a uh, a feature on fbtv radio here a while back a year or two ago 
only at FBTV Radio. And uh, there is a rumor that uh, FBTV Radio may be coming back. And the reason it's coming back is to allow us to do, well, like I've told you before, uh, the FBTV podcast live, and you can be part of it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. The feature I'm talking about is FBTV Morning Coffee. So pull up a chair, have a seat, let me pour you a cup of coffee. Okay, FBTV Morning Coffee, what is it? Well, it's when we get to the together just for a couple of minutes and we choose a topic and we talk about it while we're having a cup of coffee. A good cup of coffee or tea. Tea. I know some people do tea now. Uh, is that the hip thing to do? The hipster? I don't know. I'm a coffee guy. Colombian. Colombian coffee. But anyway, we want to get into that. If you want to do tea, do tea. If you want to do hot chocolate, knock yourself out. Me, coffee. <laughs> right. The, uh, the uh, holidays are over. We're post-holiday. A lot of you, if you are in trucking, you probably know this. If you're a freight broker new to the industry, you're learning that post-holidays... It's, it can be uh, feast or famine. Okay, a lot of what happens going into the holiday period. Christmas is the one holiday that pretty much all trucking companies trying to get their equipment home, trying to get their drivers home. That's what I'm talking about. So they get them, try to get them back to their home terminal, wherever that may be, their base of operation, whatever. When the truck gets there, all the trucks are there. It's the Christmas break, the holidays. A lot of people's going to stay in that whole week between Christmas and New Year's. Some are going to take back out, you know, a day or two after Christmas. I mean, it's totally up to uh, the driver, I guess, or whatever that company tells him to do. But what happens is when all these trucks start going back out at the same time, nobody is in a proper position and the trucking companies that have their own customers well their customers they generally don't have enough freight to load all of the trucks they have at that trucking company's location so a lot of these trucking companies have to go to outside brokers to be able to get loads to start getting their trucks back out on the road now, I'm saying back out on the road, but uh, actually, we're going to call that terminology back into their system. Because if a trucking company has their own customers, there is a system, a method to their madness, so to speak. So, to get the trucks out, get them back on the road, get them scattered back across the country like they need them, they're going to do what they have to do to get the truck rolling. And it usually takes a week, maybe two weeks, to get the trucks back into their system like they need it because if the trucking company is working properly operating properly well they are getting well they got their own customers and I've said this over and over again we got videos on YouTube about this too but uh, they have their own customers around their base of operation and when that truck gets picks up a load from their own customer which is where they're making the mega bucks or the good money you know when it comes to trucking they take that load to a destination. They want to get that truck unloaded empty and back to that base of operation again. And that's when they're usually going to be using a broker. Now, you may be saying, well, why don't they have customers there? Because that customer at that destination 
they may be able to get a customer at that destination, but that customer may have loads going all over the country, not getting back to where they need that truck to be to service their primary customer base. So it can turn into a problem. Now, if you're a company like J.B. Hunt, Schneider, Swift, somebody like that, where you've got thousands of trucks out there on the road, yeah, you, you, it's a little bit more flexible for you. But for a standard-sized trucking company, no. you got to get the truck back, and that's where the broker comes into play. See what I mean? So, if you are a broker right now, or even a trucking company or whatever, you, well, if you're a trucking company, you understand. But if you're a broker, and this is your first season, and you're trying to get it figured out, give it a give it a couple more days. Give it another week, anyway. Everything will start falling back into place, and hopefully things will get back to more normal. All right? All right, we're going to start doing these morning coffees during the uh, FBTV podcast. Huh, need another fill-up here? Let me fill you back up. Let me top you off, so to speak. <laughs> top you off. Let me top you off. Anyway, yeah, we used to do that. We're going to be doing those pretty regularly. All right, what is... Uh, well, did you know from the uh, Did You Know department... As we uh, start to wind down, you hear the uh, music in the background. Hey, the average parent thinks that 12 is the best age for getting their own cell phone. At 12, 12 years old for a cell phone. Don't know. Not sure about that one. Yeah, they, eh. And the reason, if it's one thing, just to make calls. But, man, there's so much junk out there on the Internet. That would just be scary. Let's see, did you know the uh, Department of Study reveals that around 14% of us are addicted to cucumbers? Eating cucumbers? I don't know about that. I mean, I like cucumbers. Addicted? That's a strong word for liking cucumbers. I don't see a 12-step program in the future for cucumberaholics. All right. Okay, today's impossible question. You were wondering... 80% of kids under the age of 13 only use 20 or less of these. And I even made a suggestion that probably kids under 65 only use 20 or less of these. Toys. Toys is the uh, answer to the impossible question. See, I'm getting better at this. All right. Again, if you want to uh, call us, leave a message on our FBTV Skype phone, you can. Look us up, FBTV on Skype. Add us to your contacts. Call us, leave a message. You can if you wish. Send a text, I guess. If we handle like an email, you can email us at FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. Go to our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. If you're looking to uh, come to work as a freight broker, for any more information, check us out, Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Call me if you'd like, 479-668-0838. Answer your questions, help you get into the industry, get started. we got training and consulting packages available that include placement, placement into our mentorship program. Check us out on the website, all the information in the world about it. Uh, matter of fact, we got a webinar up there, too, that we did about a year ago. It goes into a lot of information about working as a broker. All right. Go have a good weekend. It's Thursday. Tomorrow's uh, Friday. We go into that weekend again. Should be back Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Unless, of course, you've made other plans. We will talk to you later.